Well, definitely you have to be a little bit careful. I mean, you know, there there isn't, I mean, these aren't necessarily mutually exclusive to have both high toughness and then also self-healing capabilities. Um, I mean, from a, a you know design standpoint, right? I mean, you you want to avoid tearing in the first place, right? And so if you had to choose one or the other, I mean, as, as, a, as a design engineer, I uh, generally go with a material that is more resistant to tearing, you know, that is more tough, that won't get damaged in the first place, um, uh, so that I never have to rely on it, on its self-healing properties, right? I mean, um, so I think if I had to choose one, I would choose that. Um, but again, uh, these aren't necessarily mutually exclusive. Um, uh, you know, you can have materials uh, that, um, you know, are very tough, but also, you know, if they do get damaged, you know, they have kind of what this, what this material system, you know, is that, that, you know, that we introduced, that it has this ability to kind of stick back to itself and, and kind of restore some of those, those cross links. Um, uh, now, you know, with that said, uh, the, 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 the way that self-healing works with, with our organogel composite uh, is um, through the formation of these hydrogen bonds. Um, uh, that basically form the cross links between the different polymers, um, uh, polymer chains within our hydrogel network. And so, you know, those hydrogen bonds, uh, you know, it's the same bonds that, you know, hold water molecules together. You know, they're quite strong, but they're not as strong uh, as the chemical bonds uh, used in, in kind of cross-linking of, of, say, elastomers and, and, and a lot of other, other types of polymers, right? So, you know, I, you know, the, the the mechanism by which we achieve this this kind of self-healing through hydrogen bonding doesn't necessarily lend itself to composites that overall would have like you know the highest um you know toughness or, or kind of a tear response so that you know i would say in practice at least for these organic gel composites you know there is a little bit of that trade-off um i mean I, you know i can i can acknowledge that you know i will also say though it you know you have to be careful in terms of how you measure and assess um the, the toughness or the tear resistance of the material. I mean, ultimately, um, I mean, if you do like a notch test to, to determine the, the fracture toughness, um, um, you know, or if you look at the amount of energy that's absorbed in your material as, as a say, you know, uh, especially kind of around the, the, the crack tip or, you know, tear as it, as it propagates through, um, you know, a lot of that's gonna be controlled by inelastic deformation and energy dissipation, you know? So you might record a very high fracture toughness but that might be at the expense of a material that's undergone a great deal of inelastic deformation, uh, you know, or a material that has actually, you know, maybe, maybe torn and then resealed itself or healed itself, you know, during the course of that, um, you know, of that, of that damage, right? So, you know, those are all things that, yes, on paper, you've achieved a very high fracture toughness, but the material at the end is not necessarily gonna have the same dimensions, you know, or maybe even the same properties as the material before you know, because it's undergone the, the, this kind of permanent inelastic deformation, you know, or it's, you know, maybe kind of locally torn and then healed itself, you know, right behind the crack tip or something, right? But, um, but, but you know, that, that's also kind of a consideration. For a lot of cases uh, in soft robotics or, or in engineering more generally, you know, it's not enough just to say, oh, the material has high fracture toughness. Oh, the material has, you know, some self-healing capabilities, you know, uh, how, how cool is that? But it's also important that these materials uh, have a good degree of elasticity, right? That they have very low hysteresis. When you stretch it and you release it, the material should spring back to its, its original shape. And, and that's something that practically we know is important. You know, it's something that, that we definitely look for in our designs. But, you know, if we just, uh, you know, look at all the other properties of, of materials in isolation, sometimes we can easily overlook this one key important requirement that these materials also be highly elastic, you know, so that uh, that there isn't a lot of hysteresis between loading and unloading, and that there's not too much of that energy.
participation. 